When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome to episode seven of the Rockney Cast. For this episode, we're going to explore Duluth, Minnesota, and also Gooseberry Falls, which is located about 40 miles north of Duluth. Um, this past June, I visited Duluth, and after I did that, a lot of you had reached out after I posted all these beautiful pictures of Duluth as well as the North Shore of Minnesota, and you asked me, what should I do? What should I see? Well, obviously, in one cast, we can't answer all of those questions, but this cast will give you a sense of the excitement, the feel, the energy of the city of Duluth as well as the North Shore of Minnesota, because I'm not only going to describe it to you, you're going to hear the power of the Great Lakes, the bustling Canal Park, the power of Gooseberry Falls, because this entire episode was recorded while I was visited, visiting Duluth. In addition to this description, I will also be joined by my daughter, Nora Cole. Uh, she's going to make a cameo appearance, um, and she had a lot of fun on the day we were able to visit. So it's a, it's a really, Duluth truly is a city for all ages from 8 to 88. Everyone will have a good time. So in addition to that, I do want to highlight, um, before we get started, uh, that during the course of the episode, I mentioned Great Lakes Brewery. It is not Great Lakes Brewery. It is Canal Park Brewery. So I don't want any of you to be searching for Great Lakes Brewery. It's Canal Park Brewery. So with that in mind, we're going to get started for our adventure to Duluth, Minnesota. So I'm sitting here with my daughter, Nora Cole. And she's going to describe to you the adventure we're going to have tomorrow at Gooseberry Falls, just about 30 miles north of Duluth, Minnesota. Nora, what are we going to do tomorrow at Gooseberry Falls? Well, I was thinking that we were going to go out and go swimming with my family. I can't wait to go agate hunting as well. It's one of my favorite ways to put my personality into the world. And to experience the power of Lake Superior. Hey, Nora, I heard there's going to be a bad weather forecast tomorrow. Is that going to affect our fun at all along the North Shore? <laughs> well, we get struck by lightning. <laughs> well, hey, we we're not going to get struck by lightning, but when there's bad weather along the we North Shore. But if we get struck by lightning, then I guess gonna... we'll be a little bit screwed up. But however, the waves might kill us. <laughs> well, but here's the deal, Nora. So Nora has not experienced the, the weather along the North Shore. So the weather is awful here. When so the I'm, weather, sure, I'm sure it's worse. When the weather is bad along the North Shore, that can be better. Because there is nothing better, friends of the Rockney cast, than going to Lake Superior and seeing these and beautiful... Sucked, sucked in by the waves. Beautiful white caps that, that just come off of Lake Superior. They're, like, uh, go over is, and drown you. It is the best experience in the world. <laughs> I'm telling not you. not stopped and deleted this? Because I'm trying to illustrate how fun the North Shore is. <laughs> and it makes you giggle a lot, too. It's great for families. So, Nora and I have arrived at Canal Park, the center 
of the lakefront of Duluth. It is awesome. Surrounded by restaurants, brew pubs, hotels, museums. You can even tour a great ship, the William A. Irvin. It has everything here. And it's raining, but you know what? Even when it rains, Duluth is awesome. So Nora and I are going to go to the Great Lakes Brewing Brew Pub, which is an awesome microbrew restaurant. You know, one of those good places where you get an IPA, really good burger, right on the lakefront. Or we could go to Belizio's, this Italian restaurant that just is, like, incredible. My wife Mara and I have gone there a lot of times for dinner. Or we could have fun at La Cantina, which is this great restaurant downtown right at the Canal Park. You can do pretty much anything in downtown Duluth. And even if it's raining, it's still awesome because it's moody and creative and fun. So we're going to, Nora and I are going to head to the Great Lakes Brewing Company and then continue on our adventure here in a little bit. So let me give you a little history of Canal Park and explain sort of why it's so awesome in downtown Duluth. See, up until about the 80s, Canal Park actually sort of sucked. It really was just as it sounded. It was sort of an industrial shipping area um, administered by the Army Corps of Engineers. It was sort of a red light district, had a lot of shipping areas, sort of a rough area. You probably wouldn't want to go here at night unless you were, you know, wanted to get into mischief. But in the late 80s, they came up with a great urban renewal plan for Fort uh, Canal Park, and they really realized, the city leaders here, that they have this incredible asset. They have this beautiful location right on Lake Superior. Why not put shops, brew pubs, hotels, all these sorts of things down here? And I'm telling you, little by little, they were really able to transform it from sort of a seedy red light district to really, I think, one of the best places in the upper Midwest. Maybe even the Midwest. I'm telling you, it's that awesome. So it's really started, what really kicked it all off was Grandma's Restaurant. And for a long time, you'd come over here and sort of the rest of it sucked. But you had this really cool place called Grandma's. And of course, they sponsor the Great Grandma's Marathon, which is something that you should also do. But now, 35 years later, it's so awesome that when you walk down here, you just can't believe that you're even lucky enough to be here. So I'm, right now, I'm observing a Caribou Coffee, a whole bunch of hotels, Hilton Hampton Inn, Hilton Hotel. Now, the ones right on the lakefront, they are going to cost you. But they're going to be worth it because, at least for one or two nights, because you'll be able to, you know, go out, have a cocktail, maybe a brew, and not have to worry about driving, plus to get to experience the lake. The other great thing about Canal Park is that it's great all times of year. So you can come here, and I've done this, in the middle of January, and it's just as awesome as summer. You have dog sledding teams, you have ski teams. People from all over the country still come here, even during the wintertime. So, and of course, the spring is incredible. The fall, even better. Have you ever heard of Wreck of the Edmund Fitzgerald? This is when we have the, the great gales coming off the lake. You get to see the big waves. So, really, it's a tourist destination 365 days a year. So, right now, Nora and I are heading to, I think, really one of the best brew pubs around, which is the Great Lakes Brewing Company. And as I'm walking here, it basically says solar powered, award-winning craft beer and food. And I'm telling you, that's just not promotional BS. It's actually true. So if you ever get the chance to come here, it is fabulous. All right, so Nora and I are going to go and have lunch here at the Canal Park Brewing Company. 
uh, right here on the lake and we are about to experience awesome food at reasonable prices. So I'm in the Canal Park Brewing Company and can't you just hear how awesome it is? It has a really good vibe. It's a brick building. And I tell you, we're here in the COVID time and it is really well socially distanced, but hopefully you'll be able to come to Duluth when it's not COVID. It's still nice, but you know, it's not quite the same. But it is a good time and it is really, really fun. And plus right here, you can feel the power of the lake while you're having a really good IPA. I'm telling you, it's awesome. So Nora and I are sitting at the Canal Park Brewery. One downside is that you used to be able to see the lake from here, but because the Lake Superior is so powerful, during November, the waves sometimes can be 15, 20 feet high. And so they started flooding Canal Park. And so now they're, they're creating a barrier. Uh, so you cannot see the lake, but I imagine once it's done, you'll be able to walk on the other side, you know, when the weather's good. So it's still awesome. And we discovered that Canal Park Brewing has Spring Grove Soda Pop. So, I mean, it has all the good stuff from Spring Grove, Minnesota. So even additional reason to come to Canal Park Brewery. So Nora and I just got done eating at Canal Park Brewery and it really is one of the best places down here. But I want to describe some of the hotels that we're looking at. The Hampton Inn, and there's also one called The Inn. I would say these are probably some of the best ones down, down here, but they're all, they're all good. And we're going to do something we do every time we come to Duluth. We're going to wake out, walk out to the Lighthouse, which is right near the famous Canal Park Bridge, which is near the Army Corps of Engineers Museum. They have a free boating museum. It's great for the kids tells the history of Great Lakes shipping and it's always a lot of fun very interesting I've probably been to it like 20 times and each time you sort of see something new or observe something new so it is really awesome so Nora and I are walking after having our wonderful hamburger at Canal Park Brewery although Nora ordered a hamburger and didn't eat all of it so I'm a little irritated by that but and then off to my right we have a lot of the shops so if you're someone who likes to shop and get a lot of stuff that's probably about 20% too much, maybe even more, it's still nice. They have a lot of unique items you can get, craft shops. They even have a glass blowing um, exhibit here, down here. It's a little shop where you can see glass blowing. So it's pretty cool. It's sort of noisy too. The reason why it's so noisy is that even on a random Wednesday in the summer, it's pretty crowded. So. There's usually enough parking though too, so you don't have to worry about having to like walk a really long way. So we're gonna be at the lighthouse a little bit and I will describe what I'm looking at once we get there. Okay, we're now walking past Grandma's Saloon and Grill, which when again, you think about the Renaissance at Canal Park, it really started right here. I mean, this place has been awesome for forever. They got great patio seating. They host the Grandma's Marathon that takes place every year in June. And I don't eat here as much as I used to growing up because there's so many other places to eat. It's very good sort of pub and grub food, like, you know, the high-end kind. But it has more competition, so we don't go there as much, but it's definitely worth your time if you go there. So Nora and I right now are right now near the, the right of the heart of Duluth. So the Army Corps of Engineers has a free museum, and Duluth, and Duluth also has one of the few levitating bridges uh, that is just incredible. It's the Canal Park Bridge, it's incredible. And then there's a beautiful white uh, lighthouse that you can 
walk out and enjoy the pier. And I'm looking at Lake Superior, and you know, one of the wonderful things about Lake Superior is that it has all different sorts of moods. Some days the lake is really angry, sometimes it's really tranquil, sometimes it's brilliantly blue, other times it's sort of pewter gray and melancholy. So it really sort of captures every single mood. When you're in a good mood, when you're feeling a little sad, when you're feeling creative, when you feel a little melancholy, it really is sort of a good place just to sort of unwind. Even when it's really crowded, it accommodates large numbers of people very well. So, Nora and I aren't going to linger here very long because one of the other nice things that you can do with Duluth is you can use it as a springboard for other day trips. So we're going to be heading up to Gooseberry Falls, which is about 30 miles north of Duluth. It contains spectacular waterfalls, a trail down to the lake. It's spectacular. A state park where you can camp if you want. One thing we've never done along the south shore of Duluth, see the north shore is very rocky with granite rocks. The south shore is sandy, and it really, the dividing line between rock and sand starts here, right here at Canal Park. So we're not that far also, probably an hour or two drive from the Apostle Islands, and so those are also a great adventure. We've never actually done that, but that's what you can do in Duluth. You can soak up Duluth itself. You could spend three or four days here easily, and then you can use it as a springboard for other day adventures, which are just awesome. One of the other nice things is there's a lot of beautiful seagulls down here and there's a lot of, lot of them down here by the pier. But don't feed them bread and don't feed them popcorn. Shouldn't that be a duh? But a lot of times if you have little ones they like to feed them bread. Seagulls will eat them like crazy, but you know, it's not good for them. So don't do that. So Nora and I are heading up to Two Harbors for some ice cream at the Dairy Queen. There's basically two ways you can get there. You can take the expressway or you can take the scenic route on North Highway 61. So we usually like to take the scenic route, it's a little bit slower, but there's a lot of really good places. One place to hit along that route, if you take the scenic route, is called Scenic Cafe. It's probably the best little cafe that you'll ever eat at. It's like all organic food. It's just basically only has the good stuff. So if you're there with your spouse or your family, that's sort of where you go is the Scenic Cafe. It's really good. So we're going to connect once we hit Dairy Queen, make a little commentary about Two Harbors, and then we're going to head up to Gooseberry Falls and maybe even Split Rock Lighthouse. So Nora and I are just driving up here to Two Harbors and we're passing the Glenshane Mansion, which was uh, owned by one of the most famous lumber families here in Duluth. It's this huge mansion that you can do a tour of. I visited about, well, probably 15 or 20 years ago. It's totally worth it. It's really interesting. There was even a famous murder here once. They used to sort of ignore that as part of its history, but now I think they embrace it a little bit, just in terms of interesting history. So you can learn a little bit about a murder that occurred there. Uh, and also, when you drive by it, they say that there are uh, is beer and ice cream. So it doesn't really get much better than that. Sonora and I are at Kichigami Park, which is this beautiful roadside park about five miles north of Canal Park, right along uh, your trip up to Two Harbors. The fun thing about this is, is you can experience the great rocky beaches that they have along the North Shore. The North Shore does not have any sand. It's all rock. But there's a ton of smooth rocks that you can explore and experience. You also get a really taste of the lake up close here at Kichigami Park and experience the lake's power. 
Today the waves aren't too big, but sometimes you can be here and there'll be five, 10 foot waves. And then along the south shore, right near Canal Park, you can go to Park Point, which is a sandy beach. It's great, you can put your swimsuit on on a hot summer day. Experience also the south shore. So that's the great thing about Duluth. There's just all different sorts of things that you can do that are totally different and they're really close to one another. So here's a rocky beach and about five miles away is this beautiful sand beach. So Nora and I are just sort of exploring that now on our way up to two harbors before we hit Gooseberry Falls. Great little stop before you get up along the North Shore. One footnote to Kitchigami Park, and it's certainly true all along the North Shore, is that during the summer it is warm, and you can have 85 and 90 degree days, but it can also get pretty cool up here. So even in the middle of July, it can be in the mid-60s. And if you're hiking, especially as you get close to August or even early September, you really have to make sure you bring your cold weather gear. And Lake Superior is a very cold lake. It's a lot of times 45, 50 degrees. So you really have to be careful if you swim. Uh, it can get some pretty dangerous riptides out here. There are people that drown. So uh, you can swim. And certain parts of the lake, especially along Park Point, are warmer so you can swim. But do be careful and just make sure you have the proper gear and equipment because it is a cold lake and very easy to get hypothermia. But it, it's awesome. Can't you hear the lake? Uh, it's just never get tired of it. So next time we talk, we're going to be at the Dairy Queen in Two Harbors. So we're here at the Dairy Queen about 45, 45 minutes north of Duluth. Uh, more, maybe more. it's more like about 30 minutes north of Duluth at Two Harbors, a town of about 3,700 people. Two Harbors has a really nice brewery, the Two Harbors Brewery. Um, there are a few things to see here. Uh, there's a lighthouse museum. Uh, there's some nice cake shops. And it's also sort of the springboard for this Superior Trail, which runs right along the North Shore all the way to the Canadian border. So it's, it's one of these great national uh, trails, the Superior Trail. With regrets to the Two Harbors Chamber of Commerce, you're probably not gonna wanna spend a lot of time in Two Harbors. It's a beautiful city, but it really is sort of the first stop to sort of fuel up. There's some nice brew pubs and stuff like that, but you know, the real, the real action really starts at Gooseberry Falls, and we're gonna be there in about 15 minutes. So we're about in five minutes north of Two Harbors. So probably the place to stop would be Betty's Pies. It's world-famous pies, and you're going to get good hot food there. It's really, really good. So we're going to stop at Betty's Pies on the way back after our trip to Gooseberry. And you should check it out because the pies are world-famous. And we're about 10 minutes from Gooseberry. So Gooseberry is about 10 minutes north of Two Harbors. And we're just sort of sitting here on the highway waiting for traffic to pass but hopefully with the traffic sound you can get a sense of how much energy is there up here along the summer essentially you can come here all year round but during peak season i mean it's it's crowded but it's big enough and spacious enough that you can also get away but so check out betty's betty's pies it's gonna be really good like like five minutes north of two harbors so we've just arrived to Gooseberry Falls, and Gooseberry Falls is just off Highway 61, about 10 miles north of Two Harbors. And here's the deal, is that there is a fee part for seven buck day pass, and then there's a visitor center 
right off of Highway 61. And that area is actually free. And that is your entrance down to the falls. So probably your best bet is go to the free part. Don't pay seven bucks just to drive down the lake. And then you can take a really nice hike from Gooseberry Falls down to the lake for free. So better do that. And once you get to the falls, you are going to be amazed at how awesome it is. And we'll check in there. They have a really nice visitor center too. And so we'll check in there once we get down to the falls. So Nora and I are walking down from the parking lot at Gooseberry Falls, right near the visitor center. And down to the lake, it's probably about a 20-minute walk, 25-minute walk. Super simple hike. Really nice, very well cleared and easy to walk on, very relaxing and tranquil. There's quite a few visitors at the falls, but once you get to the trails, it's pretty empty. You pretty much have the whole place to yourself, even during the height of the summer. Do bring a jacket because it can get really cold by the lake. I also want to tell you a little bit about the campground here. The state parks in Minnesota are some of the best in the United States. So, love you, Iowa, but our state parks sort of suck compared to Minnesota's. They're even better than a lot of the national parks. Really well-maintained, hot showers. The key here is that if you do decide to get a camping spot, plan ahead, because a lot of times, especially during peak season, the campgrounds are going to be full. So make sure you plan ahead, but it's really awesome because the campground is right near the lake, so you can actually hear the waves crash as you go to sleep at night. It's pretty awesome. So the trail from Gooseberry Falls down to the lake is super easy peasy, but I do want to caution, if you do decide to do some hiking along the Superior Trail, especially if you do an overnight, make sure you bring cold weather equipment and you know what you're doing because this is an area where it can, get, it can get pretty cold even in the middle of summer. So if you don't know what you're doing, you can get hypothermia. So you do really have to plan and make sure you have adequate provisions. And hopefully take along a friend or someone else who's actually hiked the Superior Trail so they can know what you're doing. Because a lot of times your, your heart can be a little bit before your skill level. So just make sure you plan ahead. Make sure you know what you're doing and take precautions. So the other thing I like about hiking along trails along Lake Superior is that you get a lot of tranquility. My daughter's being very patient with me as I break that tranquility. But I wanted to give you all a sense of what it's like. So I'm going to stop talking now and just sort of let you soak it up a little bit. It's nice. This is the way it is all the time, pretty much. Except in the few crowded spots near the falls. We're going to get to the lake pretty soon. Okay, friends, so this is why you come to the North Shore. So you can experience, hopefully, hopefully my iPhone can capture what I'm experiencing right now. Sometimes you'll come up here and it'll be totally tranquil and you won't even hear waves. It's not a big enough body of water, apparently, that you always have giant waves. Normally you get some wave sounds, and sometimes you can get some really, really bad waves. That's typically more in the fall, but they do get some big summer storms here too. So the waves can be pretty badass. I mean, to the extent that you don't want to be anywhere close when they hit, but when days like that occur, oh, it's Katie bar the door. That's why you come up here. 
So what I'm observing right now is sort of a pewter gray sky, endless horizon. Of course, you can't see across the lake. Just from where I'm in right now, I can see a granite rock outcropping, which is either close to or the outcropping of the Split Rock Lighthouse, which is very close to Gooseberry Falls, which I strongly recommend as well. And what you have are this sort of volcanic rock all along the North Shore. And it is take your breath away beautiful. If you're listening to this in Iowa City and you haven't been up here, like that's a you problem because it's only eight hours away. So you hop in your car, eight hours later, here you are. It's that good. So I have come up here my whole life and really my soul is up here. I think about it all the time. This is what gives me peace. I think I'd like to move up here someday. I always wonder that. Could I love it every single day? I think I could. Maybe you could too. It's, it takes your breath away. So I'm just going to let you experience it for a little bit along with me. And hopefully my phone is able to sort of capture some of the, the wave sounds. But here we go for just a little bit of tranquility. Are you still awake? Probably, probably what you could do is, maybe what I should do is just like record the waves and then sell it like as a meditation background or help you get to sleep. You can imagine going to sleep to this every night. Well, if you're at the campground here, you can actually hear the waves. It's, it's pretty cool. And then when it's super hot inland, it's like free air conditioning. And the effect is, oh, probably... A mile to two miles inward. I've been at state parks here along the North Shore where you can literally hike into the heat. That you At your campground, it's nice and air-conditioned, nice and cool. You go onto a hike upland, and you can start feeling the heat. So it's, it's really pretty spectacular. Now, we Midwesterners, we're sort, of, we're sort of a humble bunch, and we don't think we really have the land masses that really excite the soul the way the Rocky Mountains do or the ocean, but we shouldn't be so humble. This is really just as spectacular as anywhere in the United States. And if you're, you're eight hours away from this, sort of shame on you. Right now, Nora's soaking up the stream and the, and the lake and looking for rocks, which of course she will leave here and will not take from the, the beach. She will assiduously follow Department of Minnesota regulations as instructed by our father. Okay, well, the next time we're going to check in, probably further along closer to the campground, and then we're going to check in at the spectacular waterfalls that's just like a mile from here, and then who knows what we're going to do after that. So here we go. This is even more intense. Now I'm standing right on the rocks, right near the lake, and the lake is a little PO'd today. It's like it's a little moody, it doesn't know if it wants to get me wet, but the, the waves are really high and, I don't know, it's, it's 
very invigorating. They pretty much be here all day. The other thing that I think is really cool about Lake Superior and Gooseberry Falls is that you can find solitude amidst the crowds very, very easily. I'm speaking to you on July 14th, 2020. Might be a little bit depressed with COVID, but it's still pretty busy. You know, the CDC has recommended that camping is a relatively low-risk activity, so I think that the states now are starting to recognize that. And so it is as crowded probably as you're likely to see it, middle of July, peak season. And there are a lot of people are at the falls, the parking lot's full. I'm standing out here on the rocks, and there's probably 25 people here with me. So it's relatively tranquil, and I'm out here with you. And I'm, I'm just sort of soaking it up. So if you need to get away and you're here with even your family, you know, sometimes your family, uh, you, you sort of need some me time. Are you hearing me? So there's plenty of opportunity for me time uh, when you're out here. So I'm also just going to give you a little bit more time to soak it up. And maybe if you're really, if you're really talented, maybe you can like figure out how to put this on a loop so you can use it for your meditations or going to sleep. But here you go, another little taste of, of the sounds of the, of the lake. I'm going to interrupt here. It's pretty awesome, isn't it? little bit more and then we'll we'll go back to the falls I think I'm gonna meditate for a while here turn off the phone and guys I can't be talking to you all the time you know you guys are a little bit needy sometimes I can't always be talking to you I gotta be gotta be meditating sometimes too so I'm gonna do that and then we're gonna check in at the falls I'm not gonna check in again until I actually hike back I promise So we're still here along the lake, and I think that is another illustration of how awesome it is up here that my daughter Nora just felt like she could just sit on the beach for like an hour and a half. And I don't really want to discourage her because she's sort of looking at rocks and soaking up nature, so I think we all need a little bit of that time where we can just sort of be by ourselves and soak up gooseberries, soak up Lake Superior, learn about Mother Nature. But it's that good. Eventually we're going to get to the falls, but we're going to soak it up here for a little bit more. Maybe do a little bit more meditating and check in later, hopefully at the falls. So hope you're enjoying the waves as much as I am. And we arrived back at Gooseberry Falls. Spectacular sight. It's a nice 30-minute hike back from the lake. And this is going to be a little bit more crowded, but it's still plenty of space. Right near the parking lot, handicap accessible. You can even do a little bit of swimming. It's a lot of fun. All in one day. So we're going to soak up the beautiful falls that you can see. And then we're going to go to Betty's Pies and get some good pies. And now I'm running out of juice, so I'm going to finish up. There are the upper falls and the lower falls, and I'm telling you, this is more crowded out here, but there's still plenty of space. A few people on with their swimming suits, although they recommend against it. It's not Niagara Falls, but I mean, 
it's pretty awesome. So hopefully I'll give you a last little taste of the sound of the falls. It'll blow your mind. If you don't get here in the next year, ooh, you're missing out. So checking out from Gooseberry Falls. Next stop, Betty's Pies. So Nora and I are finishing up our pies at Betty Pies, which is about 10 miles south of Gooseberry Falls. We're in sort of a sugar-induced stupor observing the bright blue tables and the fake wood side panels. Betty's Pies is probably one of those types of places that you know, started in like the 50s and it probably hasn't changed at all. Maybe it's even earlier than that. Maybe it's the 20s. It's been around forever, I think. I don't think it's changed much. I bet you if you went here in 1965, it'd be pretty much identical, except for the wait staff, and maybe even some of the wait staff are the same. So, Nora and I had a lot of fun today. We're sitting, observing the beautiful lake, and in all, for two really good meals, for two, we spent about 90 bucks. Not bad for a full day of fun and sunshine and father-daughter togetherness. So, strongly recommend a trip to Duluth. This is just a small slice of Duluth in the North Shore. There's a ton of other stuff to do. And after I do this podcast, I really want you to reach out to me and, and see if there's any other topics you'd like me to do on the Rockneycast. So, this is now my seventh Rockneycast, and they say you have to do at least seven to survive. So I've made it seven, and I will continue to do more. So this is a real thing. The Rockney cast is not going away. If you're still here with us, thank you very much. No book recommendations this time. We'll do that next time. And thank you for tuning in to the Rockney cast. Come up and observe the adventure of the Northwoods, Duluth and the North Shore. Thanks.